lollipop. Come along, my little ones. Lollipop. Ice cream. This is so disappointing to see. Whether you're vaccinated or whether you're not, we're going to treat you exactly the same way. To suggest otherwise is just ridiculous. And the way you're trying to demonise healthcare workers is shocking. You are watching On the Town, and I'm your host, Tanya, and I have my special guest here with me today, one of my five Black Comics co-hosts, Carl Yard. But first, uh, does a doctor have a right to refuse you uh, uh, just because you are unjabbed? Uh, we're going to find out today. And uh, we'll also be talking about Biden uh, and his decision to pull out uh, and all the uh, horrors going on there. Uh, we'll be back in a minute. First, we want to share something with you. Um, let me see. Dr. Sunil Dand, internal medicine physician. Doctors refusing to see patients who are not vaccinated against COVID-19. We recently had a high profile case of a physician in Alabama who was declining to see patients who were unvaccinated. Within the last couple of weeks, I also heard from a trusted contact in the northeastern part of the United States who said that her physician had written to all patients saying that she would no longer see patients who were not vaccinated against COVID-19. And let's be clear here, I do believe that these numbers of doctors are very small. I obviously work with a lot of doctors every day in my regular work, and I haven't met a single doctor who has said anything even close to refusing to see patients who are not vaccinated against COVID-19. Nevertheless, it is becoming more of a discussion, especially in the online realm, and it only seems set to grow as a topic over the next several months. This is actually a topic that I feel very strongly about because I feel it gets to a core of the Hippocratic Oath and what it means to be a doctor. And I'd like to share with you a quote that my uncle once sent to me. Doctors are subject to certain professional obligations. The Hippocratic Oath demands that they treat everyone to the same high standard regardless of gender, nationality, religion or politeness. They must even afford the same standards of care to a murderer and the victim's family. Sometimes this must be challenging. Sometimes it must seem unfair, but they have a duty, one that must be done without prejudice or discrimination. I can't say who that quote is from, but I think it is a fantastic quote, whoever wrote or said it. It gets to the core again of the Hippocratic Oath and what it means to be a physician. We never judge our patients. We never discriminate against them or show any type of bias to any patient who is asking for help. Leave the judgment to God. We are there to help our patients always. And think about it, if we're talking about the hospital, for instance, I can think of lots of times where prisoners are brought into the hospital. This has happened to me a number of times, including last year during the COVID-19 pandemic. We frequently see patients who are chained or handcuffed to their beds. They may be surrounded by police officers. They could be murderers. They could be rapists. They may have committed the most heinous acts. They could be terrorists. Nevertheless, we do our job to the best of our ability. Even before patients register at a practice, an outpatient practice, you don't have the doctor or secretary ask the patient for their criminal history, do we? 
A decision regarding being vaccinated is something that we as physicians can only help guide through education and gentle persuasion. And I'm thinking even of my own experiences over the last several months. I've talked to lots of patients and some conversations in particular stick in my mind where I talk to patients who are in high risk groups. They may have advanced lung disease. They may have diabetes. And I've told them quite clearly that the benefits of being vaccinated far outweigh any risks and they have declined to be vaccinated. And I've looked them in the eye and I've told them sincerely that I believe they are making a mistake. But I don't get angry with them visibly. I don't get frustrated. I don't throw a tantrum. I accept the fact that in the end, they will make a decision. And maybe next time I see them, we can talk again. But it will be their decision. They will walk through the door. Nothing for me as a physician ever comes before informed consent. We don't coerce patients to do anything. We don't force medical treatments or therapeutics or interventions on patients. That is not what we do as the medical. Right, so uh, there it is. Uh, you've heard it. Hi, guys. Uh, we are back. It's on the town with Tanya, and um, I'm here. I have my special guest with me, uh, my five black comics creator host, Carl Yard. Hey, Carl. Hey, what's up? See my uh, five black comics gang sign. <laughs> is that what it is? That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. I got you, son. I got right. you. Um, yeah, so thank you so much for joining us. And later joining us will be Tony, uh, comedian Tony Viagra as well. Uh, so for now, right now, I just wanted to talk about that uh, that clip um, because, you know, there's a big, um, you know, uh, how does it say? There's a big backlash right now for people that are on uh, J-A-B-B-E-D. Uh, and so with that being said, <laughs> Hey, I got to have fun with it. Um, so this Dr. Jason Valentine, uh, he had posted in his Facebook that um, unless um, unless a patient uh, can prove that they've been vaccinated, he refuses to see them. So I said, what doctor, first of all, puts that on Facebook? That's first of all. And second of all, uh, the Hippocratic Oath, I thought, you know, you take a pledge to help all people, no matter what the state is. I mean, you can't even say, well, I refuse to see somebody with age patient or somebody, like you said, a leper, I think you said before, yeah. you can't, you can't do that. So what, what do you think about um, the doctors that are now, and people are falling on it. I've had people on my, my thread the other day saying, well, yeah, if they die, that's their fault. I, I have no sympathy at this point. Well, I mean, first of all, that's the height of discrimination. Yes. You know what I mean? That is like, you are literally discriminating against, uh, hey, Norma. <laughs> yeah, he is literally discriminating against yeah. people simply because they didn't do what he thinks they should do. Exactly. And as a doctor, I don't see how you can do that. Right. I you know, because like I said, what if someone came in with leprosy or someone came in with, you know, some really tuberculosis, something with TB that's really contagious. Right. Say I'm not treating you because you have this disease. Exactly. And and I thought about it and, it. and the more I thought about it, I said, wait a minute. Oh, so we're doing that. OK, so let's see. We're not going to treat smokers who have lung cancer because shouldn't have smoked. Uh, we're not going to treat diabetics because you had too much of uh, your pancreas couldn't handle it and you didn't treat it right. So we're not going to treat you. We're not treating high blood pressure because, oops, why'd you have those potato chips? Nobody told you to eat the salt. I mean, I mean, really, um, what lung cancer patients who smoke, skin cancer patients who've been in the sun, you've been in the sun. I can't treat you. I mean, and the best one is car accident victims who had no seatbelts. 
why should we treat you for trauma? Like you're wasting our beds. This is what they're saying. We're, you're basically wasting our beds because you didn't wear a seatbelt. And that's why you're in this predicament. No, we can't do that. We can't do so. You wouldn't have any patience. And that's the, um, that's the shocker. If you think about that, if we said, okay, we're going to do, let's do this. Let's do this all the way around. If you haven't had that, whatever that thing is called, and um, we're not going to treat you. Okay. That's fair. And that's fine. But we're also going to do that for diabetics or in heart disease, for, uh, you know, women who wear aluminum deodorant or whatever uh, necessities go around our cancers or whatever things go around that. You use talcum powder. Oh, sorry. Can't see you. If you had ovarian cancer, can't see you. And that means you're not going to have any patients. How is that going to work out for the medical field? I mean, I, I personally, I don't get all the hatred. I took it because, and I took it for my personal reasons. I right. took it reluctantly. Right. And you know, I have family in Barbados. Right. And if they get sick, like my dad got sick and I went to see him and I had to wait seven days before I can go see him. So if that happens again and I need to go see him, I want to be able to go and see him immediately. Exactly. So, that makes sense. Right. So, I mean, and what, why there's something strange about how, how insistent they are about people taking this vaccine. You know what I mean? Because even after you take it, now they're saying it's, it wears off. And I have, you, and you can get COVID and die, even though you had the vaccine. So I I'm, have, I'm just saying, I, I'm still waiting. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna say no, but I'm still gonna wait and see. Uh, wait, outweigh uh, because I almost would rather stay in my house again for a year than to do something that I regret later and can never take back. That's just me as a woman. That's me as, a, as an African-American woman. That's me as a person. It may be absolutely wrong. And I do not care either way, whatever anybody decides to do. What I do care about is if you take a Hippocratic oath. See, I didn't take an oath. So I can say, well, Carl, I'm not going to help you get to the hospital because you ain't breathing because you didn't take. I'm not going to help you. I can say that personally because I'm not, I'm not committed to anyone or anything. I didn't take the bar exam or the medical exam or whatever exam. So I can say that. You can say that. But for a doctor to say that, that brings a whole new level of things for us. And that is- <laughs> What if everybody did that? Fireman shows up to a house that's fully engulfed. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going in there because you got you. That's what I was gonna say. Tony Bagger has some good jokes on this one. Yeah. Oh, exactly, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, so, okay, police are gonna be like, well, why am I gonna go? They're shooting bullets. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not going over there. That's a dangerous neighborhood. Yeah, like, you know. Imagine the firemen standing outside with the hole. Are they vaccinated? We're not. Yeah. Gonna... Oh, exactly. Yeah. Oh, well, that way. Oh, you're talking about that way. Yeah. Oh, oh we. Oh, we'd have a field day. There would be a bunch of people on the side of the yeah, road. That's what I'm saying. Like, grandma's upstairs. Can you go rescue her? Was she vaccinated? No. Yep. Sorry. Yep. Sorry, can't do it. So yeah. it's like, thanks, Mr. Fireman. Okay, but that's a good point. But I like the, um, I know I was being a smart Alec and I'm sorry guys who my friends who are all vaccinated can't stand me for that. that <laughs> I had to play that clip from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. My favorite clip when he goes, children, children, come here, children. I love that part. That is my favorite ultimate scene of any movie ever because it shows you the lore of like lollipops, children. And that part also just annoys me as a human being. I don't like anybody trying to lure me to do anything. Yeah, I mean, so, it, it sounds, I mean, they, New York, they're giving away $100. You're getting- um, That's it? I know. Uh, Listen, that's only in the hood they're giving $100. You go to some places, they give it, it gave a white 22-year-old girl, she won the lotto and she got a million dollars. Yeah. So I was like, oh, her eggs are going to be precious. Woo -hoo 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 -hoo. Yeah. 
You get some yeah, special. You're right. They're giving it like uh, gift cards, you know. Yeah. $50 gift card. Beer. beer yeah. Marijuana. Marijuana. Guns. guns. Yeah, guns. Tennessee guns. I was like, why do you need to give guns? Like, did you do that for the flu vaccine? I'm just saying. I'm just saying, because then I might have taken it. No, I'm joking. Uh, it, it's all good. Um, let's see who just joined us for a minute here. Um, it's Tony Viagra. Hey, guys, it's Tony Viagra. Uh, hey, welcome. Uh, it's Carl and I, and we were just talking about. Um, no, the camera was straight. Now you just turned oh, it right. Yeah, you just turned right. Okay, you're good. We can see you. Uh, Hello. You, hi. Uh, so, guys, ladies and gentlemen, that's uh, comedian Tony Viagra joining us, and Carl Carl Yard uh, from Five Black Comics is joining us. Thank you, guys, both so much. Uh, Tony, you just missed it. We were just talking about. Um, they said, "Hey, Tony." We were just talking about. Hey. Uh, Play the post from uh, about uh, Dr. Jason Valentine, who posted on Facebook that he refused to see any patients um, who were not vaccinated or could not show proof that they were vaccinated, and so he got a flood of uh, things on his Facebook page. People, some most people saying, "Who want to see you anyway?" And then some saying, "Oh, you would be my doctor, the perfect doctor." So we were just mm. saying, Carl and I, that okay, if you're not gonna, if you're not gonna see patients, that's cool. But what about um, smokers who who are in the cancer unit because they were smoking and they got cancer? Can't see them. Sorry, diabetics. Mm -mm. You had too much sugar and your thing didn't process. You didn't drink no water. We can't help you. Uh, you know, car accident victims, you didn't wear a seatbelt. I can't help you. So so that's where we're at right now is just, you know, what does this mean? If police and firefighters said, we're not coming. Well, I was thinking, Carl said it a little different, but I was saying, well, police could say, well, I ain't coming to that neighborhood no more because y'all got too many bullets shooting. I might be, my life might be in danger. I ain't coming. Like, you know, firefighters like, nope, we're not going to save your grandma because is she vaccinated? Oh, oh, we can't help her. We can't go in there. You know, oh, some doctors started saying, I'm not treating people who are vaccinated. Oh, that yeah, oh, that would be worse. I mean, if you can not treat people because they're they're not vaccinated, okay. I'm not I'm not treating people that are vaccinated. Right. You know, so well, here's here's the thing, and I and I don't want to make any assumptions. So, you know, guys, what we're talking about today is always just our assumptions and never uh facts. Or fact checked like you want me to fact check. It's not in the Harvard Journal. I apologize. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you, don't, you don't have ghostwriters. I'm just. Uh, did I say that? Uh, we have so, ghosts. We have yeah, ghosts. we have ghosts. We don't have ghostwriters. We have ghosts. So, so it's all good. Uh, the point is, do what's best for you, um, and don't let anybody bully you into doing anything. Uh, you know, like you said, Carl, you had you have your motive and you have your reason. Yeah. That's a darn valid good reason. And boom. Even if you didn't, even if you just said, because I want to, I'd say, yeah. kudos, kudos, you do it, do do what's best for you, but don't let anyone bully you, bully you, because now that's a different constraint, and then if something does happen, now what? You're going to be sitting around complaining, because you didn't listen to your yourself, so either way, it doesn't matter, uh, yay, nay, don't matter, um, but the next- It seems time, like too many scare tactics, you know what I mean? I can understand, tell me you need to get the vaccine for, okay- let me let it be my decision, but not every day. Don't bombard me. If right. you can take it, this is gonna, you know, you're gonna, you know what I mean, like, yeah, you know, come on, like, all right, just tell me I need to take it. Yeah, you know, like the flu shot, they say everybody should get a flu shot so you don't get the flu and die, and then they're done, they're done, right? Exactly. You know, every, every 10 minutes is not on TV, get your flu shot, get your flu shot, get your flu shot, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the repetitiveness for me yeah. is also a turnoff. It's like it's like that guy that says, "Can I get some?" And you're like, "No." 
And you and he asked you like five thousand yeah. times until you, until you finally give in. <laughs> Hashtag. And then it was bad. Problem. <laughs> Listen, I'm a comedian. I gotta go there. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that if you want to know how someone feels about that, think about it, ladies uh, or gentlemen. Like you know that girl that says, "Oh, he's so cute." And you're like, you won't go out with me? And you're like, no, I don't want to go out with you. Why would I do that? Come on, don't you want to go out with me? Come on. No, I said no. Oh, you know, you kind of cute. You know, you like me. <laughs> I said no. And like after the fifth hundred time, it's like, oh, let's just go out. <laughs> it's yeah. like, and it's like, ooh, why don't the way that works, the way it works for guys is like you see a girl, she's red bond, she's so hot. Ooh, I'd love to, I'd love to get a new, you know. <laughs> And then you finally do it, and you're like, oh, Jesus, this one, this <laughs> Now she's going to be a BF. I got to go on a roller coaster. Attached to your hip. But, yeah, uh, yeah so I don't know. That's kind of how I feel. Like, I feel like like a, uh, like a guy who's been annoying me, like literally annoying me beyond annoyance. So much so that I was like, fine, I'll go out on the darn date with you. Jeez, stop. Yeah. You know? But then you go, and you're like, why did I go on this date? Because yeah. now he's... Now height of obnoxiousness so whatever however you do it is up to you it's all good either way as long as it's your decision and not your fear or your or somebody else's decision um so anyway yeah someone said what about uh people seeing they won't be able to see alcoholics who have cirrhosis of the liver anymore <laughs> i was like you're really? right right watch you your drink they can watch your drink yeah i mean you know your heart attacks oops i didn't tell you i read me in that pork not my fault, right? I mean, it'd be so insensitive. It'd be like, wow. Even though, I mean, I'm like, okay, if you're gonna do that, let's do it across the board. Like, I'm down for the all across the. I'm down because I eat, I eat well, so I'm down to do. I'm whatever you want to do. Let's go, but don't do it one side is what I'm saying. So anyway, our next topic, guys, uh, and I didn't pull up a clip. I really should have. Uh, but you know, you know what happened in uh, in Afghanistan. Uh, you know, Biden pulled out uh, and just literally pulled out. I was like, huh. uh, I had a joke about too that. Freudian, but we get it. Yeah. Uh, so I just, I mean, it's a fail, basically. It's a big fail. And and now some soldiers yes. have died. I don't know all the surrounding troops around it because I haven't asked none of my friends who live in that country. So I don't know the real truth of the truth, too. So I don't want to assume, but just based on what we heard and saw is all we're going off of. Which president sent started this Afghanistan war? I think it was George Bush, oh, right? God, it was yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. It yeah. was George Bush. Yeah, yes, and, and we know what that was about. Yeah, give me some oil. I'm just saying. Uh, well, you know, I used to do him. I used to do a really good impersonation of him. Darn it, I got to work on that. <laughs> really, and George Bush. Isn't it amazing that America can go into other people's countries and start wars? I mean, think about that. And isn't it amazing that it's always a motive? And there's always a war in a country where there's brown people. Ooh. I don't think it was a war in, in Ireland. Resources that Let's attack Ireland. Let's attack Ireland. I'm all for it. Yeah, nobody wants to see Moss. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. There's some places that. Ireland and take all the Irish whiskey. <laughs> all the Irish whiskey. All the Irish whiskey. What, yeah. what if somebody decide to attack America for the way they treat black people? Oh my God! Would like that? Oh, we be we be came over and started a war. We're we're here. We're here to fight for the black people. And just started <laughs> bombing, bombing everywhere. We'd be in trouble. 
you know, so we'd be in trouble. We couldn't even handle it because, Carl, the thing about this is that and I'm very I'm very patriotic and that everybody knows I love, you know, I love wherever I'm born because that's where you're born. You can't help that. Whatever. OK, so that's clear. Um, but I'm a very big um, advocate for, you know, let people be like, why are you minding people? Wait, you mind your business in the wrong times, like right now with those people allegedly. They need help getting out, allegedly, because I haven't been there and I don't know anybody on the ground that I can actually call up and say, what's going on really there? Because right now, I always, I feel like when I watch the news uh, or anything, I just feel like I'm getting the fourth party source. Like, it's not even like the actual, I just feel like, I don't know. It's not like back in the day, you know, um, you're, you're someone that's literally, hearsay. Living, yeah, it's hearsay. all hearsay. I, yeah, yeah, I don't want to say it Objection, like Objection, Your Honor, hearsay. Yeah. Yeah, even if the, the reporter says we're reporting live from from uh, Istanbul or wherever they're saying, it's like, mm, mm, mm. I mean, she might really be there, but yeah. I need to personally, for me, for me to believe something one hundred percent, I need to know someone literally that lives there. Yeah. I, I, that's just me, and that's not. I don't know somebody around every part of the globe, so I can't verify. And people tell about fact check. You ain't fact checking nothing unless you're in that country. Unless you're what in that. Country. Yeah, there is no oh. such thing. One thing I noticed about the current Afghan situation is that President Biden mm -hmm. continues to play the Bo sympathy card. And I'm wondering if he means Bo Diddley. Now, because <laughs> he's wearing that card out pretty bad. I think he's like I say, yo, bro, uh, you kind of used up that bro, that Bo sympathy card. And maybe, 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 maybe you should go to the Bo Diddley sympathy card. That's where you're going. And, you know, and the way it's going, you know, after after his for non-core after this afghan debacle he he may forget to turn off the white house stove and burn down the white house oh, that God. may be his encore and also i wonder if there's rumors that president biden forgets to flush the white house toilet when he makes it you know what oh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i just because know so why why are they blaming Biden though? I mean, yeah, they, they he pulled out too fast or he pulled up. Well, yeah, well, I think I think it's a a combination of uh, uh, of that he didn't listen to his intelligence, right. he didn't listen to his military people, he did not listen to his allies, that he went on went in on on this like tunnel vision thing on his own mm -hmm. and just disregarded all the things he should have paid attention to. I think that's the bottom line. I think it's, and it, it's created a, a humanitarian disaster is what he's done. And for administration, I want to say one thing. For an administration that's so pro-woman and putting all these women in the cabinet and in the, in the White House and, in, in this, and putting women everywhere, uh, he's overlooked the fact that there's millions of women in Afghanistan who are going to be royally screwed because they'll no longer be able to go to college or go to school and they'll probably be raped. So what about those women? Don't they count too? Right. That's true. That's true. I mean, I mean, that that is that if that's so, that is very true. Again, I said uh, I need to talk to some people and see what's really happening. I just I I mean, I'm mind boggled at some of the press that I'm seeing. And I'm like, is this real? Like the airport and all this other stuff? Like, is this real? I, I I'm just I'm hesitant always. Uh, yes. So what's real? I, Maybe I, somebody yeah. should have brought up all the dogs in Afghanistan that are gonna die. <laughs> they they <laughs> Let's send the troops over to get them. Yeah, because you know they got to be saved. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're right. right? 
Absolutely. Let's think about the Afghan dogs. Guaranteed. That would be tough. Send dog food to Afghanistan. do a U-turn. Everybody. right back. Which, We're sending yeah, bags of dog food to impressive. Afghanistan to yeah. save the dogs. Save the dogs. We're going to start a campaign. Yeah. Save the dogs. Yeah. Dogs over people. Dogs yeah, over people. Good. That's what we're going to call it. Dogs over people. Yeah, That's true. Carl, that's a good one. That is a good yeah. one. I mean, you know, I know it's horrible for me to say that, but I just think that it's, it's um, you know, this whole thing is just a big debate. This whole thing is turning out to be it's a, a big catastrophe. Debate. The it's whole catastrophe. thing. Catastrophe, yeah. but and I'm sure it wouldn't have been any even better, any any better if Trump was in too, because this is just a part of yes. some sick. Yes. Like people say, people say, oh, people say, who do you like, Trump or Biden? It's like, wait, hey, wait, wait a minute. What about none of the above? That's right. my choice. <laughs> Thanks. I'm with you, brother. I'm with you on that one. Neither one. Thank you. I'm done. None of the above. Yeah, I'm gonna start my own get, They trained three hundred thousand Afghan soldiers. Yeah, well, three hundred thousand. We did. Yes, we trained into over the twenty year period. We trained three hundred thousand Afghani soldiers. The Taliban yeah. just walked yeah. in and they just ran. Yeah, but there's a little bit more to that story too. There's yeah, a little bit well, more to that story. Yes, we trained them, but. Yes. Uh, when they saw that they were, when those troops thought they were going to be abandoned, and also that the corrupt Afghans were keeping their pay, they had a motive to leave. Okay, so it's a complicated story. Yeah, but so. also, um, she said Trump announced as we were pulling out of Afghanistan, yeah. a, people wanted to pull out too. So the thing about this is, um, uh, I guess it's how it was done. But people, Trump, I thought Trump, I thought the Trump had started pulling out already. So now we're trying like, to. We were left with was, a certain amount, and that's why it looks so bad because those amounts was coming, and now it's like, oh, that's not enough to hold these Taliban well, back, allegedly. So Trump, I don't know. Hey, Trump Joe. was trying to cut a deal with the Taliban for quite a while. Oh wow! Yeah. Yes. Well, Trump. Trump was. Yeah. It's. Yes, it's. Was. Uh, it, but the thing I'm making, the reason why I brought him him up is because you know Trumpsters make it seem like Biden is the most. Uh, well, he is, but uh, whatever. <laughs> well, you got a little point. You get two points from me, Trumpsters. Two points, two points. But I'm going to take yeah, my play two the ball card. Because the truth, the truth is, Carl, and and you said this is uh that um it all started a while ago. So yeah, so the, ago. the fact is, you know, you don't say um, you know, if someone has uh a wound, right? You don't just say, oh, you know, you don't just say. Not, you don't just notice that there's a wound, but you've got to figure out how to heal it. And then you want to know how to get it so you won't get it again. So it's already started. Uh, that may be a bad example. I'm the worst for examples. But you, it, it had already started, um, and there was already talk and pull out. So now that this happened, it looks really, really bad, like he's the worst guy in the world. And, yeah. and in my opinion, I regrets uh, is all I can say. But, right. uh, but, but for me, um, I still am shy of saying, I still think I would never have voted for Trump because of his racist remarks. If he had never made those remarks, no problem. But because he yeah. made those remarks, he could yeah. never have my vote that, anyway just because that, of that. In addition to his nonstop chaos yes. and craziness, in addition to his racism, yeah. He's, yeah. he's horrible. He's horrible. And and all the all said, he's not racist. He's not racist. Yeah, right. he, he just, yeah. no, no, that's not what he's yeah. saying. How do I you know. Know? sit and have dinner with him every day? He don't even yeah. like you. Why do you? Why are you? Why are you out here fending for him like he's your papa? <laughs> you Listen, get and see Trump for what he is. He's a pandering pile of crap that just <laughs> saw an opportunity with, with these 
with these white people losing power, and he jumped on that opportunity, and, and they took it like they took a hook, line, and singer. Okay, that's, that's it. what it boils down to. That's okay, it. that's it. That's exactly what it boils down to. <laughs> yeah, because that that's exactly what happened. It, it, it's it's almost like uh, the Taliban never left. I mean, they just waltz right in. It's, yeah. You know what I mean? It didn't. They, like, were sitting, <laughs> they were sitting on the edge of the town saying, "Like, when are we going to go?" I know, right? <laughs> Okay. They're, so, they're in the hookah lounge. They're in the hookah lounge they're waiting. He's about to forget we're here. Yeah. <laughs> they just waltz right in. Yeah. Oh, this is easy. They didn't even come in with like guns. Oh, what happened was, and, you know what I mean? Uh, they just, you know really, just waltz right in and went right to Parliament or Cabinet you know or wherever. What happened? What really happened was they stopped driving taxi cabs in Manhattan and went back to Afghanistan. <laughs> Is that why? Maybe uh, that's why I can get a cab now? No. That's why I can't get a cab in Manhattan. They're all no, back in Afghanistan. <laughs> no, I said that's why I can get a cab now. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, I was wondering why I was able to. I'm joking. I have not been to Manhattan since y'all got that little rule going on. I don't plan on coming back. Anyway, uh, uh, let's see. Who's that? Oh, you said that. What did you say? So I'm going to see what some of you guys are saying here. Um, let me go back up here. Sorry. Let me go all the way back. Hey, Gina, what's up, girly girl? Uh, I don't see Emma. Uh, Eric Shimmerman. Was that the doctor's name? Shimmerman. Yeah, he's he's crazy. I saw his clip and I was like, boy, you need to stop. Come on. I refuse to see patients that have not shown their vaccine card. I, I got to see their card. I was like, you sound like a freaking Gestapo. Got the name, yeah, and he got the nerve. first of all, he has the name, the nerve to have the name Shimmerman, and he's talking about <laughs> he's not going to see somebody without their. <laughs> Would he not treat AIDS patients either? I mean, really? No, but think about Tony. You know where I'm going with this. Think about I know where you're going, Tonya. Irony of him saying that he's not going to see somebody without their card. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now, Shimmerman? Whatever your name is, <laughs> somebody needs to take his damn license. That's what I say. Take his license because you know, he, uh, his license. he can't lose his license for doing that. You know yeah, that. he should. He should. He and, I don't and he said it he on Facebook. What an idiot! It's called it's called patient abandonment. It was his what's called. Thank That's you. But also, if you and I say something about this on Facebook, we get banned. Why the hell wasn't he? Why wasn't he banned for saying something like that? I'm just saying that's like saying that's like and, and one doctor was like, well, if I'm in an emergency room or in the hospital and I have an 80 year old patient who has his newborn grandchildren and he's been vaccinated and I have my 20, 30 year old guy who just had a baby and he's not vaccinated. I have to make a choice. I said, no, you don't, fool. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to fucking make yeah. a choice. You, well, it you, sounds like he's. Uh, it sounds like Sophie's choice, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It sounds like yeah. It's crazy. I, I don't understand. Sophie's choice. Um, Grandma says hello, Carl. Hey, Gina. Gina. Hey, Gina. Grandma. Yeah, I am shocked at the judgment, criticism, and conversations about how people don't care about unvaccinated people saying there is a problem. Yes, Gina, girl, you ain't not. You should have looked at one of my threads the other day. Mm, yes, they were on it, telling it. I was like, oh, y'all telling it like that. I mean, people that I grew up with were like. Well, I don't have sympathy for them if they die and they didn't take their wax. I'm like, are you kidding me? So I can't wait till your mama comes in or your daughter or your son. I can't wait. I want to see what, how this is going to work out for you. I want to see you being boohooing because you're like, oh, I can't believe they didn't do it. Shut up. Oh, shut up. I'm tired of that. Anyway, good point, Tanya. Uh, how many things that should not be treated the same is not. Yes, it's true. It's. Tr I mean, that's how I see it. If, if you're going to do it, no problem. I got no problem with that. But do it for everything. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Uh, what else is say? Hey, Emma, you are here. Hey, Emma, girl. Joe, what's up? I haven't seen you in a long time. Grandma, what's up? What'd she say? 
Uh, he was one like the people. Oh, yes. Uh, what she say? Be careful what you guys say. You don't want to get. Oh, I don't care if I get kicked off because yeah. uh, I'm just going to be on YouTube. You guys, if I get kicked off, find me on YouTube. I'll be the same cha back channel, same bat sign. Yeah. If uh, I get kicked off, I'll be the same okay. right oh, now. Eric is, your friend. <laughs> um, Eric is your friend. That's not the same. That's not the name of that. Let me go back and see what Gina's saying. Did I say the wrong name? Oh, oh, Eric, I would be mad. I would be embarrassed. Hold up. Hold up, hold up. Let me see. Yeah, Gina said Eric is my friend. Yeah, but is that referring to? Oh, Eric, I'm sorry, Eric. Take that back. It's not you. I can't. I'm gonna make a correction. A correction. C for wait. C for a correction. That's not Jay Z and my Beyonce sign. <laughs> That's not, That's the, not the third eye. That's not the yeah, third eye. I'm illuminated, but I'm not Illuminati. Okay, <laughs> this is this is a peace sign to Eric. Eric, I will take a correction on that. That is not the same person because I was going to say that doctor's name exactly is Dr. Jason Valentine is his name. So, Eric, I'm sorry because I was worried. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. We got problems. But it was not him. So please correct me. I'm sorry, Eric. We love you, Eric. I'm sorry because I know any friend of Gina is a friend of ours. So that's why. Uh, that's why I'm sucking up so bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's why I'm sucking up to you, Eric, because she's a good friend of ours. Um, yes. Okay. Let me see. What did she say here? Good point. Nope. Uh, hey, Tony. Gina said, hey, Tony. Um, hey, Gina. Let's see who we got. Keeping you out of the hospital and won't go on that machine. Do remember how many died before the vaccine. I will take my chance. That's just me. Okay. Yes, Grandma. We're saying, we're saying it's good to take your chance, but we're saying for those doctors who say they won't treat patients who are unjabbered. I'm making that up because I don't want to say the word. Uh, they, they're saying they're, that he won't treat a patient unless they show their card and they're vaccinated, back vaccinated. <laughs> Had to do it like that. Um, and so um, we're saying, okay, that's cool. So don't see people with heart disease. Don't see people with Lyme disease. Don't Because you was out in the woods. Why was you out in the woods? Somebody told you to go in the woods. People with cooties. What is it? Cooties. <laughs> no, you got the cooties. You can't come in here. <laughs> we're just saying. We're saying do what you want. You know, some people like they chose to do it and and, and I may choose not to. And it's okay either way. If we're just saying doctors can't all of a sudden who took an oath can't just decide, yeah, I'm not going to see uh, Tanya because uh, she doesn't want to do what I told her to do. Oh, you would not be a doctor. That's totally against a doctor, I think. That's totally a, a, a hypocrite, as you say, Hippocratic oath, the hypocrite part. Uh, oh, every day that they do bombard people too are attacking. The, yeah, well, I heard kids are being uh, punished in the classroom. You know, well, you're not. You have to go sit over there. It's like shut up. We were trying to get the bubbles anyway. <laughs> you know, I know. Um, you know, I'm putting too much pressure. Yeah, it is. Regina, I was equating it to um, when you meet a guy and he's really annoying and he's trying to like get some. <laughs> <laughs> and he tries so hard, so long that if you're a weak woman, you'll be like, oh God, just whatever. <laughs> I shouldn't say that, guys. I know it's horrible, but I'm just giving you a equivalent of how annoying it is. Okay. It's like that guy that keeps asking you for a date. Like, like the Jehovah oh. Witness that keeps coming to your door and he Bam, there it is, there it is, there it is, there it is. <laughs> Boom. He just gave it to me. That's it. It's like, yeah. It's like you can be like every Sunday, you'd be like, yeah. uh, 
I'm 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 a non-believer. Yeah. <laughs> and they still be like, the Lord said. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. I don't care what he said. And they'd be like, but he said, and you're like, no, I said no. <laughs> yeah. like, if you know what he said, tell me, did he stutter? Have I said no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Amy Winehouse. You got to make yeah. me go to rehab, yeah. but I say no. I no. read the Bible. <laughs> yeah. I said yeah. no. I say no. Yeah, guys. It's your deed and croaked. Yeah. What did you say? Ghana said no matter how the pulling out of troops happened, this situation would happen. Exactly. And that's what I was going to say, too. In all fairness, yeah. even if Biden would have said, OK, on January 25th, 1955, we're going to pull out. We have 10 years to pull out. <laughs> you all know what happens when you tell somebody you're pulling but, out. But what I'm saying is the 300,000 troops. Well, I mean, like, they just ran like <laughs> they was 300,000. Yeah, but Donna has a good point. There will never be a right time. It's like yeah. when someone tells you they're going to pull out, there's but always they, up, they didn't put up any kind of fight. You know what I mean? They didn't even have like a no. You know I mean, like a squirt gun. You, <laughs> <know>? <laughs> you stupid. You said a squirt. <laughs> it's like all right, the water. Yeah, at least something. Maybe yeah. At least throw some rocks or something. You know? <laughs> I saw them sitting on top of the things on top of the uh, the on top of the what do you call those um, military things. Military cars, military trucks. I saw yeah. them sitting on top of there, like chilling, like, okay, this is easy. The takeover. It's like, wow, I was waiting for them to drop an album. Yeah. <laughs> the takeover. Trump announced we are pulling. Yeah, Trump had announced that we are pulling out of Afghanistan, but um, Trump, what did he say? Um, it's my understanding that Trump made a deal with them. Yeah, he tried did. to. Try to. Try to, right, right. We gave them 20 years and trillions of dollars. Yep. <laughs> I think the five black comments could have gone to Afghanistan and taken over. <laughs> I think so. We're going to get you with laughter. Yeah. We're about to infiltrate with laughter. We're penetrating. 5 BC. 5 BC in the presidential powers. <laughs> yeah. So then, but Donna, I think that's a very good point. And I, I personally believe too that um, that even if you would set up a like if you set up a date, you're stupid because then now they could be like, okay, we'll just be sitting there that, that date. And so I think, you know, I think this is kind of like sort of like that. They kind of knew, and it was like, okay, we're just gonna wait patiently because we don't even have to use our weapons, do we? No, because uh, you're just gonna hand it right to us, aren't you? So I think that's kind of what happened. But I think it would have happened anyway, no matter what president was in office. It's going down. Uh, because you can't. When you, what are you going to do? You you shouldn't have been over there in the first place if you let me tell it. So what were they fighting probably, for, though? What were they fighting for? Who knows? What they said. No, it was a post nine eleven thing to go in and, and uh, get the ISIS bases. Really? Uh, that's what it was all about. And they did that. It was an operation. And after they did, they're supposed they should have left. Yeah. And who the right. hell told them? Many years later, and three built three trillion. Right. Three, right. Three, trillion dollars right but think about it think about this it's like carl why are you in my house well i wanted to get your light bulbs and it's like but they're mine it's like but i needed them and it's like i, I don't know it just seems weird to go into someone else's space because of something else like if you go over to like india because uh you know there was a flood and people need uh bags of rice and you go over there and drop some rice okay i got you no problem but if you go over to India and say, I'm going to take over India, I'm just going to, okay, you tell your guys to go home. We're got, we got this. This is all yes. us. What, how, 
I'm confused. I, I still am confused how we get to go into places and just take right over. Just like, huh, we're here. And then leave when we feel like it. Like, oh, I'm done. We got all our resources from you. So we're, we need to be out. And then destroy your country. And this is the this is the part that no one talks about. And, and you know, while I said before, you know, if you want my fact checkers, uh, you can kiss my ass. Uh, but if you want... <laughs> You want my fact check? Uh, so here's the thing. If you, um, oh, I had a good point and I just totally, my ADHD kicked in. Oh, my parents tried to tell me I had ADHD. But I couldn't sit still long enough to find um, If you, wait, what was the point I was going to make? If you, um, if we, oh, I had a point. I have to come back to it because I totally just, I heard a plane go by and I'm just totally like, oh, all the plane. <laughs> Because my, my brain can't handle too much, too much activity at one time. Oh, Jesus. Um, I'll get back to it. What should they have their own customs and we ain't changing it? Yes. Uh, well, the, here's the thing. Why do, why do we always feel like we got to save somebody? Maybe they don't need saving. Maybe someone wants to be like what I saw Oprah. She had these women from the Middle East from Dubai on. And, and everyone's like, yes, she was like, everyone thinks that Dubai, you know, women who are sub Habibs and Burkas and all that stuff is suppressed and blah, blah, blah. And yes, there may be some who are, but there's some American women who are oppressed right here, right here on homegrown America, women who are married to attorneys and married to lawyers and judges who are getting the crap whipped out of them. I'm just saying. So if we're going to play that game, we need to go all around because it happens in every last country, in every last city, in every last type of home. So that's that's on the defense of all all you know all women. But this woman, you know, she had on the Yves Saint Laurent suit, and she was three quartered, you know, because that's the way the Muslim uh, you have can't be showing all that stuff. So she, but she had her Birkin bag. I mean, everything. And she said, "Do I look oppressed to you?" <laughs> she said, I'm, I'm a very happily oppressed woman, if that's what right. you want to call me. You know, she says, I drive the, uh, she was driving out all her cars, what she does, her spy, her hair, whatever she does, whatever she's doing. She says, yes, I wear this because this is a part of my culture. She said, but we're not old sitting around saying, oh my God, we're oppressed. We have nothing. She said, I have a, a, a PhD and she has a degree. You know, she said, I'm not oppressed. She says, yes, there may be some, but that doesn't mean all of us and people in America look at us and just think, oh, those poor people, we must help them save them. Why the hell do we have to save everybody? Because a lot of people in America think everybody wants to live like them. They think, Thank you. and you hear people say America is the greatest country in the world. Everyone wants to come here. And yeah. that is not true. Yes, and that and that is so not true. Yes, because uh, even when even when I go to Europe, they're like, I don't want to come visit you. Like, <laughs> like you don't want to come? No. Now back in the eighties, they'd be like, I come to America. Yeah. I want to come visit. I think it's beautiful. I think it's beautiful. Now they're like, Hell no, I will not come to that country. That country's cursed. <laughs> so, we lost our card, guys. We lost. Yeah. I, I can tell you, as someone who's traveled to Europe recently, hey, we lost our card. I'm just yeah. saying. Like. I mean, yeah, I'd have a little poll as an American woman. I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go find me a cute little European hottie. And I'd go over <laughs> now and they'd be like, we don't want you. You're not valuable. <laughs> you mean nothing to us. <laughs> nothing. So go figure. We lost We lost our schnooks, guys. We lost it. Um, but it's Gina, okay. Gina says she's got a blaze. <laughs> what do you got? Gina using slang. <laughs> You say you got a blaze. Yo, yo, I got a blaze. Yo, you go ahead. You know what a blaze means? Blaze means. Yes, light up. Light it up. Light it up. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yes, our own. Yeah, please, Gina. Yeah. Well, you know, we've had you guys so long, Tony and Carl. Um, you guys have been awesome. But I want to play one last sketch because I'm committed to my sketches. I'm committed okay. to sketches, Tony. I'm committed to it. If it's the last thing I do on this earth, uh, uh, but we're going to go out with sketch. But before I do that, I want to remind you guys, please um, like and subscribe to this channel on the Town with Tanya. And please go like and subscribe to Five Black Comics ooh, ooh, on YouTube. And and if you get a chance, go purchase uh, my Kindle book uh, or my book, um, what's it called? Surviving Foster Care and working, letting it work for you. For a foster youth, please make sure you give it. If you're a teacher, keep it in your classroom in case there's a, a foster youth in there that's having trouble. Or if you're, even if it's a troubled kid and you're not a foster kid, they're having trouble, I guarantee you they will learn something. It is written for young people. It's not written for us NYU pros, you know, thinkers like that. Uh, so it's all good. Um, and um, let's see. Yeah. So I think right now we're going to go to Sketch City, baby. Yes. Yeah, Sketch City. Let's check out one. Let me see. Which one are we doing here? Uh, ready? Here we go. Well, since we're at it. Uh, I know. All right. Wait, did I have to go? I think I'm going to take us out of the room and I'll show this. Ready? All right, guys. Sketch City. Hi, I'm Esther. And I'm Abraham. And we're 2JC. Shalom, hey, Esther. Hey, shalom, Abraham. So good to see you again. I love hanging out with you. I love you, Abraham. Listen, did you get my bagels? Esther, you should know from what happened to me today when I went to get your bagels, your Fakakta bagels. I'll tell you what happened. Esther, I went to get your bagels. You know what happened? What happened? All they had was chocolate chip, blueberry, jalapeno. Oyve is right. All they had was anti-Semitic Nazi bagels. I will not buy Nazi bagels, Esther. No Nazi bagels. No, 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 no Nazi bagels. Listen, Abraham, you know I love you. We're supposed to be the perfect picture couple. But I'm going to tell you something. If you don't bring me my bagels, we're not going to hang anymore, okay? We're not going to hang. Oh, Esther. I'm sorry. Listen, you got to have my bagels, okay? I don't care how you get them. You just got to get it. And you're right. Don't bring me no Nazi bagels because I don't want no Nazi bagels. I want a real bagel, okay? And while you're at it, get me a Bialy. <laughs> hey, I gotta have fun, guys. Worthy of an Oscar nomination or any <laughs> You said an Oscar nomination. <laughs> well, you guys have been uh, fun, and I thank you guys so much for being my guest. You are and, very welcome. Thank you. Thank yeah, you, Tonya. Cool. Don't forget Five Black Comics on Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, check out Carl Yard. He is uh, all around performing. Tony Viagra is performing. So anytime you want Five Black Comics, we're performing, okay? I'm just letting you know. <laughs> I've got this Trump thing going on. But thank you guys so much. <laughs> and, uh, you guys hang out for a minute while we say goodbye to everybody. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Grandma. Bye. 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 Bye.